Welcome to Ono, Ross, and Carrie, the show where we don't just report on French science, spirituality, claims of the paranormal, but take part ourselves. Yep, when they make the claims, we show up so you don't have to. I'm Carrie Poppy. And I'm Ross Blotcher, and we are back to talk about our aura readings. Our aura analysis. Yeah, not Orin. That's different. We're done with that. Don't worry, that's over. We're not drinking our pee. No, we are talking about our auras. You've got to really pronounce the words carefully when you're talking about auras. So that people don't think it's Orin? It's so easy to say, you know, I received my aura report. Or, yeah, 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 yeah. There's a bunch of vowels. If my son Andrew had been a girl, we were going to name her Aurora. Oh, Aurora Blotcher. Aurora Blotcher, right. And some of Cara's family was complaining, like, we can't pronounce Aurora. Don't oh, call her that. Really? It's like, well, you're going to learn. That's not that hard to say. Right. But it does remind me of there is a woman who is running for the school board in LA whose name is Heather Reppening. <laughs> and every time I see her ads, I'm like, wow, you have to say that all day. You have to constantly over enunciate your name. Mm-hmm. Heather Reppening. It makes I'm me sorry. Like- what's your name? Heather Reppening. Uh, I'm so sorry. Say again. Heather Reppening. Makes me think of like Alien 5, The Reppening. Totally. So if you listen to our Brooklyn live show, we talked about going to visit an aura photographer in Brooklyn, Mm -hmm. and she had not given us our reports yet. So we were talking about some of the results, but we hadn't gotten to look through these detailed PDFs. She gave us an oral aura report. She did. But we needed a written or a report there's no good pun for written everybody's gonna be thinking of it just like i am oh what what other term could i use for written everyone zones out for the next eight minutes that comes back why are they talking about shoes scribbled or no uh, handwritten no auruncular (laughs) orville redenbacher avuncular uh organ Oral Roberts no, University. That's not helpful at all. Mm. Oof, okay. Well, you keep working on that. Okay. But we wanted to have the written instructions, the thorough, detailed, tell us every single freaking thing about our auras. Deconstruct these auras and let us know what they mean. I'm sure there are people out there who would get the reading and then they would just be reassured that a 31-page PDF was waiting for them to one day read in their inbox. Mm-hmm. But us? No, no. We were <laughs> like, oh, I will read all 31 pages of that report. So our aura photography session was with the Family of Light Holistic Center in Brooklyn. And that was on Saturday, the 12th of January, right before our live show. Right. And And if you didn't hear about that yet, you should go listen to the live episode because we're not going to tell you about our experience at the actual place. Right. That context I think would be helpful. I received my first report on January 14th. Mm -hmm. So true to her word, she sent it just a couple days later. But if you listen to that episode, you'll know that I asked for a second report Mm -hmm. and more importantly, paid for a second report. $60 for three or four minutes of her time. So when I got that email on January 14th, it had probably the exact same form field that you received with yours. Dear Ross, it was a pleasure to meet you and share this Sixth Sense Aura Photography experience with you. Mm -hmm. Please find your Aura report file attached to this email so you can see energy in your aura and chakras and understand what is the next step for you. 
We are so excited that you took your first step with us in learning about your aura, chakras, and energy. We would love to support you on your journey of self-discovery and share with you our unique program, Energy Academy. So we're interested in that, but my first response was, wait a second, where's my second report? Mm-hmm. Where's that other PDF? Because I want to look at it more closely. So I sent an email back and I said, thank you. We'll say Audrey. I look forward to reading through all of this. Can you send me the other PDF as well from the second reading I purchased? Question mark. Mm-hmm. Best Ross. Threw in the little I purchased there just to you know, Yeah, reminder. drive it home. I paid for that yeah, other yeah, yeah, report, yeah, yeah, yeah. lady. Give me the I'm other a report. Taxpayer. I want to look at them side by side. You're like the guy who writes into the newspaper and is like, as a taxpayer. <laughs> right. <laughs> I bet, I bet at the newspaper, there's probably just like filters they all install, like ta- <laughs> taxpayers into the taxpayer folder. <laughs> AAT as a taxpayer. I will read my emails from the taxpayers on April 20th or whenever it is taxes are due. April 15th? April 20th is when you do Smoke pot. marijuana. Yeah. Or tip your hat to the anniversary of Columbine. Death day of Hitler, I think. I think or was it his, his birthday? birthday. For some reason, I went to Google this and I started writing Harold Hitler. <laughs> who's, who's that? Harold Hitler. Oh, he died. A lesser known Hitler. He died April 30th. 10 days after his birthday. I think it's his birthday. I think. I think. You're right. April yes. 20th is his birthday. So he had just turned 56. Mm, I wonder what he did for his birthday. All right, that's enough talking about Adolf Hitler for for one month. So I sent that response on Monday, January 14th. When do you think I got my second report? The 20th. Very good guess. The 22nd. Oh, wow. So yeah, just over a week. And I'm thinking, did you like take Hmm. time to do anything with it or change things? And there was no commentary with that one. It was just, you know. She's like, here you go, fucker. Jesus Christ. No, you know, it was the same form. But yeah, there wasn't Ah. like a, hey, here's your second one. Right. Is the report exactly the same? Ever so slightly different. Uh-huh. So okay. as, as we go through it, I'll point out the differences. But I got to say, largely consistent. Mm-hmm. It's okay. not drastically different. Right. It's not like, you are a woman. <laughs> so we talked before about this machine. We put our hands on a little box, looked a little bit more into the origin of this machine. Origin. Origin. I love it. We think the one we used was the Aura Camera Coggins 6000. So there's... A large box featured on their website. It almost looks like it would be the size of like a computer tower. Yeah, yeah, totally. It reminds me of my old Macintosh in college. It has an opening in the front where the business end is of the camera itself. And originally, this was created by a Dr. Coggins. Is he a doctor? It, okay. At least this Wired article about him says Dr. Guy Coggins. They also say he has the middle name Aura. He doesn't. I dang looked it up, you guys. His legal name appears to be George Guy Coggins. He's 74, lives in Northern California. I have his phone number sitting in front of me. Carrie's already reached out to him and asked if he will talk to us. (laughs) Yeah, listen, you give me information like that, I'm going to use it. So we wanted to clarify here, a lot of times when people talk about aura photography or this sort of phenomenon, they talk about Kirlian photography or Kirlian photography. So that's a much earlier phenomenon, and that involves having an electric plate and essentially having the photographic paper exposed directly from this plate. You've got charged particles, and you can put anything down, your hand, a leaf, a pigeon that glows. Uh-huh. Just Something that's sitting on the table Talking in front of about us, things yes. around us, right? So you may remember in the X-Files opening credits. No, I don't. The, the listener. 
the listener. Oh, okay. Listener may be familiar with the Mm -hmm. X Files opening credits. And at one point, you do see like this hand moving towards the camera, and one of the digits is glowing, and it's all creepy. And there's, you know, like radiating light coming out from the hand print, and it's overlaid on top of other things. That's Kirlian photography, Kirlian photography. So you've seen that. It's called coronal discharge, I think, or coronal field. That would make sense. Yeah. So it's fully explainable by physics, but it makes for really cool looking photographs. And Mm -hmm. people have taken to calling that aura photography. And hey, if you want to call that your aura, go right ahead. It just doesn't say anything about your personality. And Dr. Coggins or Mr. Coggins, he came along in the 80s and he invented the AuraCam 3000. Yeah. The first version was the 3000, which tells you he put a lot of work into creating this thing. You know, he tried like his WD-40 version 82 Mm. and the 90 was real close. 57th recipe. Exactly. So eventually and amazingly, right when he got to the 3000th build of this equipment, it was ready to go. Just like Andre. (laughs) <laughs> but now he's all the way up to the Aura Camera Coggins 6000. Yeah, that was the second one that came out. Oh, so, really? Yeah. It's, infl- <laughs> it's twice as good. Inflationary math. And much like Andre 3000, it would have a Polaroid image that would come out of it. Or I guess it would. Yeah, that is exactly like Andre 3000. <laughs> you know, shake it like a Polaroid picture. Oh, is that a thing? Yeah, he's the guy who sang that, right? Oh, okay. See, I don't even know. You're 2,000 steps ahead of me. I, I remember finally reading the lyrics to that Hey Ya song and being like, this is really smart. Oh, okay. Like, I've just, never read the lyrics. Just, Everyone pause the show and read the lyrics was, to Hey Ya. I was just impressed. Like, oh, yeah. this is really well put together. Anyway, so he released this machine. And uh, if you buy one, it'll set you back, I think, like $10,000, wow. the article said, to buy Whoa, what? the Oracam Oh, my God. What? Okay, I'm going to look on eBay. So the way this worked, well, we don't know exactly how it worked, but the idea is that it would take a photo of you Mm -hmm. from this box up on a tripod, and then it would overlay another exposure, another, you know, eight, ten seconds, something like that, of the color field. It had pulled from the hand sensor, which is what we interacted with Mm -hmm. at our Aura Photography. So somehow she had kind of like a mixed technologies that was taking just a regular digital photo and then the overlay was happening still from the hand box. Right. But a lot of... So it's more of like a visual recreation than making a claim to actually take a picture of your aura. Right. And for this Wired article, Coggins did clarify that the aura cam does not photograph the actual aura. There's nothing that exists which can do this. So it's an approximation. He feels that he's pulling information. So what we want to know is what is the secret sauce here? What is it looking at on your hand and saying, What is it measuring? You know, this little piggy gives you the blue chakra and this little piggy does that. You know, I don't know. But it must be doing something if yours came out the same both times. Right. This makes me... It's not just like a randomized machine that spits out some colors. Exactly. It does make me think that it's not pulling so much from the image as just the hand. I think that's right. So if I had changed my shirt color, that probably wouldn't have done anything. Right. But maybe if you had like picked up a glass of ice water. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go back. (laughs) You're going to fly to Brooklyn. I'm going to give her another $60 and say, hit me up again. Maybe for the fun drive, if we get past a certain number, <laughs> Ross will go of back to that exact same Ross shop. Ross will fly to Brooklyn, suffer the horrible awkwardness 
of having yet another reading. But bring ice water with him. But then shortly after it, he will blow on his hands vigorously and then pay another $60 for a fourth reading. Yeah. <laughs> How many times would we have to do it before she'd get a restraining order on me? Ten? <laughs> Just be like, this needs to stop. Yeah. He keeps giving me money giving me and I don't so like much it. Money. <laughs> or it would just be a really easy, uh, easy thing. Oh, sale. yeah. I wouldn't stop you <laughs> sure. if I were her. Knock yourself out, buddy. You're giving me all this exposure and a lot of money. You got to be where the people who offer you exposure with no money. That's right. Remember that, artists. Exposure is how you get sunburned. People died of exposure on the Oregon Trail. So and dysentery. Think about that. <laughs> okay, so we got a report. I want to know why yours is 31 pages and mine is only 29. Well, I think the descriptions were slightly longer because we had different results. Okay, well, I'll say I'm holding these up side by side. You do get your photo that you took. Mm -hmm. The second one is of me kind of unprepared because she very hastily took that photo. But you can see there's kind of a stronger yellow on mm -hmm. the first report. Yeah. So they're slightly different above my head and to the left. Or... It kind of looks like there's a question mark around you. Oh, yeah. Good point. So we've got the two different photos. And then on the second page, you get the image of the full body. And it's just a black kind of ghosted silhouette of yourself with an image of your chakras. I'll say my chakras all look identical. Mm -hmm. I would not be able to tell mm -hmm. those apart. Mm -hmm. But again, there's a stronger yellow on the left-hand side, my first report. You can see how our sex chakras are just nearly Withered. dead. Disgusting. My goodness. So No yeah. one wants to have sex with us. Yeah. Oh, well. Ugh. So on page three, we get to a little background on the Aura Master company. And then finally, my actual description of my aura. So the first thing is my main and average aura color. Mm -hmm. My average main color is deep green, which is the color of rebirth, growth, and renewal. It brings to mind the season of spring, my favorite season. Okay. And then it says, a period of transformation and new beginnings is in store for you as the last days of winter fade. Like the new grass popping out of the dark soil or small leaves sprouting from the barren branch ends of a tree, your life will be similarly springing forth. You are bringing new, vibrant energy into your life as well as to others. That's beautiful. Thank you. On that page, they do say exactly what the name of the camera is, the Aura mm -hmm. Camera Coggin 6000, even though they didn't have that. But they also named the Win Aura Star or a sensor box, which is what Audrey did use. Right. And there's an important disclaimer here. Please note, this software and printout is only intended for your personal insight and for entertainment purposes. Mm, right. It is not. A common disclaimer. It is not medical software or intended for therapeutic diagnosis and treatment. Please, please consult your doctor or therapist for medical diagnosis and treatment. A lot of the things that we go to have these disclaimers that are written down, but it don't really reflect the attitude that the practitioner uses when you're actually encountering them. Correct. This is them covering their legal butts. Yeah. So my personal average main color is orange. Orange, you jealous. Hey. What a missed opportunity, Ross. <laughs> you are entering a highly active time in your life. Orange is a magical blend mixture of active red and intellectual joyful yellow. 
Ah. Orange in this position of your auric field indicates that a creative future lies in store for you. Oh, finally. There is activity, inspiration, new ideas, and projects unfolding within you, ready to burst forth into creative expression. That sounds a lot like your your budding branches there. Mm-hmm. You will also have opportunities to enjoy the sensual pleasures and live oh. life to its fullest. Oh. <laughs> I think I took that in a different different direction. I think you came while you said that. <laughs> Orange is known to give way to green, which signifies rebirth and new beginnings. And I like how they say, now is the time to quote, go for it. But there's no unquote. I, oh, nice. I kind of like that. It's just, yeah, yeah. it's hanging, it's going. Yeah. Go for it. For the rest of time, it will be a quote. <laughs> and I'll just always have in the back of my mind waiting for that to end. When? When? <laughs> When does this happen? On your deathbed, you say, end quote. (laughs) So then next we get our aura photo report interpretation. Okay, do you want to do a sentence, a sentence, a sentence, a sentence to see how close they are? Let's do it. Okay, I'll go first. You are expressing nurturing spiritual energy. You are a fountain of inspired creative energy. The world sees you as someone with high self-esteem who is goal-oriented, hardworking, and dedicated to achieving success. This is your time to do all the things that you have ever wanted to do. Time to reach for your most outrageous, outlandish dreams. You are willing to persevere to attain wealth and prestige in terms of educational, monetary, cultural, or physical achievements. The freewheeling, creative, adventurous side of your personality is now ready to explode into dazzling activity. Hmm. You are also generous towards others and have a great deal of patience. The world sees you as a warm and charismatic, talented individual. The green in your root chakra indicates that you would probably be a successful teacher, social worker, chiropractor, energy worker, Reiki master, business owner, or parent. Your orange aura is a mixture of active red, the color of passion, strength, force of will, and sunny yellow, the color of happiness, keen intelligence, and creative expression. Although you are ambitious, sometimes your big heart can get in the way and prevent you from attaining your professional goals as fast as you would like. You are also creating new opportunities to enjoy the sensual pleasures of life. I love this warning. You may make a million dollars, but watch yourself. You may just give it all away to a good cause. <laughs> well, yo, that's a bad thing. Watch yourself. Watch yourself. Orange is known to give way to green, an aura color signifying rebirth, growth, and renewal. Green is the color of rebirth, growth, and renewal. Now is the time to, quote, go for it, unquote, Whew. As you begin this new, exciting phase of your life. It brings to mind the season of spring. When it comes to romance, you are the lover of the aura rainbow spectrum and enjoy an active physical and social life. A period of transformation and new beginnings is ahead, like the new grass popping out of the dark soil and small leaves sprouting from the barren branch ends of a tree as the last days of winter fade and your life force is similarly, quote, springing forth, unquote. You are independent, radiating originality and charisma and have the strength and confidence to reach out, express yourself, and satisfy your desires. You may be working on improving and changing yourself or some aspect of your life. Because of your high-voltage uniqueness and confidence, you may find that you attract complementary partners with rich, magical, purple aura energy. When it comes to a love relationship, you may seem to be quite demanding. Therefore, you require a partner equally as strong and ambitious in order for there to be balance and harmony in your relationship. 
Such a mystical partner will find that you easily help them to manifest their deepest desires. You might find that someone who is like a volcano of passionate life force energy exploding in many directions with a strong red color may just be the partner who will fuel your passion for new experiences as you organize your new life. However, your fiery strength may sometimes overwhelm their gentle fairy-like spirit. However, you may also discover that your gentle side may not keep pace with such prolonged intensity. If you choose a partner with similar radiant orange aura color energy like yours, you will likely find that partner more able to keep up with your fast pace and packed schedule. Consequently, you may find refuge in a partner with similar green aura tones who shares your similar ambitions and does not mind a little hard work to see to it that goals are met and bills are paid. Still, your strength, humor, and originality will allow you to create a spiritually and physically powerful bond with any partner you choose. Wow. Either way, your innate talent to counsel and nurture those who are close to you will enhance your ability to maintain a lasting relationship. Your closest resonant astrological planet is Uranus. Oh. <laughs> Uranus. Vibrational energy fostering creativity, originality, and freedom. My closest astrological planet is Saturn. Positive vibrational energy indicating level-headed, grounded activity, wealth, balance, and justice. Well, there we have it. There we have it. Okay. A lot of things that were similar, but, you know, divergent enough. Right. And they're telling me about my sensual life. That kind of disagrees with the whole chakra thing, Liner. Maybe it's like the report we just read is your natural self who you're supposed to be. And then the chakra is like the x-ray of, oh, but this is what's actually operating right now. Well, there, there's a lot of material to work with. That much yeah. is clear. And then, of course, you have Audrey giving her interpretation on and top of this. And me making excuses for them. All right. So next we get to your aura photo report interpretation. All colors and the areas in which they appear have certain meanings and reflect emotional and mental characteristics about your person. So then you see a spectrum arranged from left to right, from red to kind of the violet side. Roy G. Biv, man. Between that, you have a bunch of dots showing your right your emotional, your center, your calm, and your left. Mm -hmm. So this is where there's just a tiny bit of variance between my two reports. On the left, the first report, my emotion read as golden, whereas on the second report, it was golden orange. Ah, ha-ha! Aha, in the first report, my left was golden orange, whereas in the second report, my left was just orange. Okay. So this will create a little bit of variation in the upcoming reports. Okay, interesting. So let's see. My right was golden. My emotions are green-yellow. My center is deep green, as we know. My communication <laughs> is aquamarine, and my left is deep green. So I'm really on the cool end of the spectrum. Yeah, that's yeah. interesting. Mm -hmm. I'm keeping it warm. That's why we make such a great team. Yeah. Or the whole rainbow. On the next page, they talk about your center color, and it's that area right above your head. Mm -hmm. So that's highlighted. For me, it's golden orange. It's the color that would best describe you right now. If the color is high, it could mean current aspirations or what you now feel you wish to be. So for me, it's all joy, pleasure in life, creativity, all of that good stuff. Is this yellow, orange? That's the golden orange. Golden orange, got it. Friendship, socializing, having fun, telling jokes, and being yourself are most important to you now. Does that feel like a hit? Yeah. Okay. Sure. 
Sure, why not? Your whole Those li- things aren't unimportant to me. Your, your whole life is a fun, creative project. Yeah. All right. Okay, nice. Mine is deep green. And it says, hard at work would best describe you now. You have serious goals and you live your life in an organized, deliberate, and economical fashion. You're ambitious and desire prestige, notoriety, and power. (laughs) Carrie was just talking about this. Yeah. Notoriety has a negative connotation. Yeah. People think notoriety just means fame. It doesn't. Ted Bundy is notorious. It means you're famous for something bad. But anyway. You are also full of compassion and can be just as generous as you are demanding. You may be an excellent teacher, counselor, naturopath, mm. ebergy worker. I'm assuming that's supposed to be energy worker. Ebergy. <laughs> now I've got to think about that. Oh, yeah. Ebergy. I wonder what that is. Or business owner. You are full of gentle strength. Yeah, I've been finding typos here and there. I don't think they hired a copywriter to do this. A coggy writer. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Yeah, I would say like this isn't off. Okay, these things describe me and everything. But I feel it's like not, I could agree to that as well, though. Well, it's not like that's at the center of my personality. It's like, oh, sure, those things are true of me. Fine. Instead and if I of focus like, on, whoa, yeah, and if I focus on them right now, I can make them central. I am not sure I could even quite go there. Mm. I, I partly say that because I used to really fall into the trap of workaholism. And mm. I think then this would have like really hit. And in the last couple of years, I've cooled that off a little bit and been like, oh, wait, hey, what are you working toward? If it's living and enjoying your life, you should spend some time doing that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Saying hard at work would best describe you now. I'm like, well, I do work hard, but it's not like, oh, yeah, that that's exactly this moment in my life. Okay. You get me? Yeah, yeah. So on the next page, then we see the right side color. So the the previous one was at the top of our heads. And now this one is on the right side of our heads. And that is your expression. Mm -hmm. And so for me, that is red, which means that I work extremely hard, putting my whole heart into whatever I do. I desire intensity of experience and fullness of living. Yeah, that's all right on. I dive headfirst into whatever it is, my relationships, sports. Nope. Uh, hobbies, career. Firewalking. There's three R's in career there. Parenting or education. A passion or lust for life could be my middle names. <laughs> I long for... Ross, passion or lust for life, blotcher. <laughs> I long for adventure, yet at the same time, I am down to earth and practical. Okay, yeah, that's a stronger hit than the last. Yeah, so I'll take that. That is my red expression, and that was the same for both reports. Oh, and that's interesting because that's the one that I'm supposed to most identify as you because that's your expression to the rest of the world. Oh, okay. So, and the, yeah, okay. Okay, yeah. All right, so now you can judge whether my expression is how you view me. This is golden. Okay, so for me, you glow with a radiance that lights up any environment you enter. Oh, I feel like now I'm just making you decide whether I'm great. (laughs) Your warmth, optimism, humor, and natural joy inspire all those who encounter you. The personality you show the world is hopeful, confident, and optimistic, enabling you to be a great comfort and inspiration to others. Your presence lifts... (laughs) (laughs) Your presence lifts the spirit of those around you. You're a natural entertainer, easily the center of attention. A natural spiritual leader. This falls into the category of things that are really awkward to say about oneself. Uh-huh, yeah. and, and if someone said that about themselves, you can't turn around and be like, no, not yeah. really. It's not you. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't 
don't really see it. I've heard the definition for the word nebbish as someone when they're entering a room, it's as if someone left someone the room. Left. And this is too. the exact opposite of that. But yes, I will agree that y- you fill the room with your energy. <laughs> Thank you. I also consider myself a natural spiritual leader. <laughs> Next, we get the left side of the head, and that is your impression. So the color on the left side is normally the vibration coming into your being, what you are attracting now. The closer it is to you, the sooner it will be felt, perhaps within a few moments, hours, or as long as a few months. Oh, wow. Well. So I got two different colors for this. In the first report, it said golden orange. So my future is destined to be thought-provoking as well as highly creative. And of course, they meant in the next 10 minutes as you decide to get another report. <laughs> right. Yeah, this this will apply to you very quickly. Activity generating energy is building within you. The shade of golden orange is powerful, magical blend, aura color combining active red and intellectual yellow. I feel like they just crammed a bunch of words in that mm-hmm. sentence together. I also recall hearing that description earlier in your report. In this position of your auric field, it indicates that a very creative and intellectually stimulating future lies in store for you. Inspired ideas are already unfolding within you. You will have many opportunities to enjoy the sensual pleasures and enjoy life as you wish. By paying $60 in five minutes. Harks back to a a lot of what we'd heard before. So then in the second report, I am orange on the left side. You are entering a highly active time in your life, full of challenges and exciting projects. Orange is a mixture of active red and intellectual, joyful yellow, creating a magical, no A, blend, aura hue. Orang, orange without an E, located in this position of your auric field, indicates that a creative, vibrant future lies in store for you. There is a well of inspiration unfolding within your being. You will also have opportunities to enjoy the sensual play. It's very similar. So that's what you're letting in. Okay, so for me, what am I letting in? What are you letting in? I'm letting in deep green. Green is the color of rebirth, growth, and renewal. It brings to mind the season of spring. A period of transformation and new beginnings is in store for you as the last days of winter fade. <laughs> like the new grass popping out of the dark soil or small leaves sprouting from the barren branch ends of a tree, your life will similarly begin to, quote, spring forth, unquote. You are bringing new vibrant energy into your life. and to those close to you. Do you remember hearing this three times before? Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I love these reports. This is great writing. <laughs> it's great writing. It's great audio. You know what? Speaking of audio, you know what if I'm looking for more quality audio entertainment? What if I've already listened to Ona Ross and Carrie and I'm out of episodes? Oh. Where, where do I go? Like people who talk about things that aren't 31-page reports yeah. about someone's aura? Yeah, maybe they talk about more interesting things like, I don't know, medical history or whether one can or cannot pet a dog. Oh, God, there's so many options at MaximumFun.org. They have some of the best shows. Oh, okay. Uh, What about this one? Hey, everyone. It's John Roderick from the Friendly Fire Podcast here with Adam Pranica and Ben Harrison. When was the last time you really liked watching a war film? With Friendly Fire, you get to do it with us. Yeah. You don't even necessarily have to have seen the movie to get a lot out of an episode of Friendly Fire. In many cases, we would recommend that you not watch the movie because there are some really, really bad war movies. But a bad war movie makes a great war movie podcast. And in all cases, we recommend you listen to our show. (laughs) So subscribe and download to Friendly Fire wherever you get your podcasts. To the victor go the spoiler alerts. That 
That is exactly the kind of thing I meant. Okay, tell me more about the report. Okay, now we get our color of communication. We're on page eight. Yeah, so this is... We're on page eight of 31. Yeah, or 29 in my case. We still have yet to find out why you have so many more pages. For me, it's red. Okay. And it says, you are outspoken, passionate about your ideas, not afraid to speak the truth. This is a phase of heated communication, Hmm. a time to express your strong emotions and ideas. Red color in the area of your throat chakra shows you feel the confidence and conviction to speak freely. And honestly, you can stand up for yourself and for the rights of others. Hmm. Comma. That's the end of it. <laughs> but uh, but I thought I had communication problems. That's what I was told. Oh, right. That one didn't. I wasn't like, yes, that's Ross. No. Not that like you're shy or don't speak your mind. But I'm not just like, oh, he's so blunt and he just says whatever. He th-. You know, I think you're more contemplative than that. So it doesn't really feel like a hit. Yeah, I'm with you. I, yeah. I, I'd call that not a hit. How about you? My communication color is aquamarine. Ooh, pretty. Which means that I wish to achieve inner peace, enlightenment, and create harmony in the world. Cool. Okay. I require a peaceful home environment and work situation. Eh, I kind of like a lot of stuff going on around me. Well, it depends on what I'm doing. Mm. It depends on what I'm doing. Okay. Wow. I doubt that makes me unique. I need to teach and foster harmony and, and others. This is so vague. You work yeah. towards well-being on all levels. Like, Okay. I mean, who's going to not identify with that? Yeah. No, I work toward destruction. I feel the same way towards all of these comments. Occasionally mm. glimmers of, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, that's me. And then I was right. like, yeah, I guess that's part of me. Why not? Okay, so here's a little list of things I could take on as a profession. You may be a naturopath, chiropractor, gardener, social worker, or teacher. Any profession that honors and nourishes other beings, animals, and the environment. Oh, Okay. Um, I'm not just a dreamer of beautiful visions, Ross. I am practical and diligent. And that was all under your heart? Nope. That was all communication. Oh, okay. Yeah. Tell me about your heart, though. The color of empathy. What's yours? The golden in the first reading and golden orange in the second reading. Okay. So this is your energy in relation to connection, affinity, compassion, and empathy towards other beings. Yeah, and this is uh, on the golden side, it's very similar. You desire joy, spontaneity, amusement, and ecstasy. It sums up talking about my good humor, lifting the spirits of everyone I meet, and Great. saying I'm very creative and fun-loving. But then in my second report, it's golden orange. A golden orange heart indicates that what you desire most in life is fun, adventure, spontaneity, and self-expression. All sounds like a restatement of the former thing. But a hit. You're an original thinker, must live life on your terms in order to be content. Others see you as carefree, imaginative, and ready for adventure. Oh, I don't see you as carefree. No. uh, Basically, I'm ready for adventure. Yeah. Adventure, I think, drives us both. Basically happy and optimistic. I feel free to experiment and explore life within my new ideas. Hey. All right. All right. True. I'm sure the listeners are nodding along as well. Yeah. Yeah, That's me. Sure. Okay. Okay, so mine's green, yellow. (laughs) What I most desire in life is to help, inspire, support, and nurture others with my humor, optimism, and wisdom. Fun-loving and carefree, yet you feel a responsibility and desire to counsel and stand by people struggling with their problems and challenges. I mean, yeah, I'm not a psychopath. (laughs) That would be interesting to take a known psychopath and put them through this. See what you get. Yeah, see if it's like... (laughs) Do they have any writing in the system that would at all match to some horrible person? Yeah, I mean, maybe it would say something like... You know, you struggle with connection to others or something. Seems like it could be in there, but 
unlikely. Yeah, I don't, I don't know quite what to say about that. That, that brings up a lot of questions. Is, issues of free will. and Exactly. Right. But- oh, also, I just want to say, my report mentions my humor a bunch. So according to this report, I'm very funny. You are very funny. Oh, what? Stop. You're notably now. funny. What? The last thing it says about my heart chakra is, your humor is often your strength and saving grace. By the way, that sentence takes up an entire page. So I guess we know one thing about how my report ended up a lot longer ah, than yours. There we go. Okay. So we've explained one of the extra pages. <laughs> All right. Now we get a yin-yang color wheel. And radiating out from the yin-yangy core of the circle is a spectrum of color radially. Mm-hmm. And uh, then there's two lines. One is your male energy and one is your female energy. Mm-hmm. And they each have colors associated with them. They're both just kind of black or gray, right? Yeah. So the male energy is the longer of the two. It's it's like the minute hand. And that represents the male, active, extroverted aspect of your personality. Okay. And then the short female yin indicator is gray. And that indicates the female, emotional, receptive part of your personality. Mm-hmm. We've run into this in so many things, especially it feels like kind of the new age, new age mystic mm-hmm. side of things. We hear so much about the male aspect and the female aspect. The male is like the go-getter and the female nurtures and retires and waits. Mm-hmm. Okay, so my male yang indicator is in sort of yellow-orange. It says it represents the face you show to the world You already told me how I show myself to the world. I don't need another thing about it. All right. And how others perceive me. Yeah, there's so much overlap here. I guess this just gives you free reign to kind of align with whatever seems right and feel like you've gotten a lot of hits. To be fair, maybe they're thinking you're going to treat this more like an encyclopedia than a read-through book. Oh, I a read-through you. book, that's what I call a regular book. <laughs> so you might, you know, flip to the part that calls to you and, oh, okay, so the information's there twice, but this might be the only time you read it. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Making excuses again. My male aspect is pointing thoroughly into the red and my female aspect is right into the orange, kind of leaning towards the yellow side. Okay, oh, that's where my male is. Oh! oh. And my female is in pretty deep green almost to that little tiny sliver of forest green Hmm, okay that probably means you're searching for truth okay next page (laughs) (laughs) so next we get kind of instructions about reading your aura that maybe should have been at the top of the file Mm -hmm. how to read the aura yourself or your color interpretation key and it tells us aura reading is not difficult Mm -mm. an aura is an extension of the human body it is the corona discharge ah there you go just like the sun Uh, I said that, not them. We emanate as a field of light and colors. This corona is as excitable, reactionary, and alive as we are. Okay, wait a minute. What? As alive as I am? You got a problem with that? Disagree. Hard (laughs) disagree. Well, let's agree to disagree. I do not agree to disagree. I just disagree. (laughs) If we change drastically, it changes drastically. If we are rooted and balanced, the aura reflects the balance in its shape and colors. Why do you have a problem with that? It's just an expression of us and our vitality, Carrie. I'm more okay with that than this idea of it being as alive as I am. It doesn't have rights. It doesn't need health care. Oh, this is so confusing because they're saying now that the right side of the aura photo represents the person's masculine energy 
and the left side is the person's feminine side. This is so confusing. I they, know. Th- there's so many ways they dice this and right. slice this and kind of give you similar and overlapping explanations. It really I, feels like they're making this murky by giving too much information. And I kind of pointed this out when we were having our reading, or I tried to, you know, oh, well, wait, didn't you say that left meant this? Didn't you say that the side meant so on? And, and Yeah, because it was like one was receptive and one was like what we're taking in, the other was what we're putting out. Right. Okay, but now you're saying one side is masculine, one side is feminine. And one is how others view us, and one is how we view ourselves. It's just like, it's too much. Yeah. And it's like they say in The Price is Right. That's too much. <laughs> like earlier, they were showing that color right above the head, saying it's all about experience. But now on this page, it's saying that the center above the head represents the energy of the moment. Okay. Well, those, all right. Those are kind of compatible, but still, you're like constantly relabeling everything. It almost feels like the intention is just to sort of overwhelm you with all of these. Well, explanations, okay, and then I, you just kind of end up with whatever stuck. Yeah, I think something close. I, I think it's more like, hey, whichever one of these speaks to you and ends up being a hit, it's that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah same I'm idea. Feeling that way too. So then we get to the meaning of the aura colors, which we already know, and yet these are different than what we got on the card when we arrived. This is so confusing so they gave us a little card so when we first arrived it said that purple or violet is spiritual inspires others it's unconventional it's peaceful it's intuitive and visionary and dreamer imaginative idealistic ungrounded sometimes but on this page with the meaning of the aura colors violet is the fairy or leprechaun person of the color spectrum magical would best describe your life and your way of operating the world at this point You would rather talk about miracles, magic, and pots of gold at the end of the rainbow rather than anything ordinary or mundane. You would rather focus on the ethereal and sublime. The beautiful world of the imagination is where you are safest and happiest. You create a magical environment to live in. Your psychic abilities are also strong and fine-tuned. All right. Okay, all right. That's largely compatible, but still. And white is not on this list that they handed out to us. (laughs) But they do have white here, which mm-hmm. is peace, loving, and balancing. Best describes your focus in life now. So we've definitely heard the description. It gives green, which is, you know, my predominant aura color. Mm-hmm. Hard at work would best describe you now. You have serious goals and you live your life in an organized, deliberate, and economical fashion. You're ambitious and desire prestige, notoriety, and power. Uh, we've heard all this before. Yeah, solid hit for me on red. It says that this time you are experiencing a time of challenge with an action-packed schedule, barely leaving you time to breathe, let alone sleep. Oh, yeah. You have a lot to do, and you have the energy and power to move mountains at this point in your life. Oh, wow. All right. That's true. I've moved mountains. Yeah, you tell that mountain to move, and it does it. That's how you know that you're a follower of Jesus. My faith the size of a mustard seed. Yep. (laughs) Anyways, yeah, this is very dense and packed, but it is interesting that they added the white color that was not in the initial handout. Yeah. Now, I also have a lot of yellow in my aura, and I don't want to discount my yellow, so just to note it here. No one calls me yellow, Audrey. No one. (laughs) Yellow is joy and happiness, 
Join happiness surround you now. Your excitement is contagious. Life is your playground. You make everything fun. Even the most tedious of household tasks becomes a game when you do them because you infuse everything with a sense of fun. At heart, you're a happy, laughing child. You also have a bright and curious intellect, hungry for new and exciting ideas. Huzzah! Yeah. yeah. You know what's a new and exciting idea to me? Third love. A good bra. Yes, uh, yep, exactly. See? I know how to Those read your synonyms. aura. Those are A good bra and third love, six of one. Am I right? And third love is an industry leader with 70 sizes to choose from. They design their bras with breast size and shape in mind because they want you to have an impeccable fit, you guys. But they also want you to have an incredible feel. And they recently launched their most requested style, a cotton t-shirt bra and cotton underwear. And it's incredibly soft, smooth, and breathable. And I really love my third love bra. It's my third love. Cara was here with us once when we were recording one of these third love commercials. And she said, I've never heard you say the word bra so many times in your life, Ross. <laughs> Made me very uncomfortable. But that's the opposite of what third love does. It makes you very comfortable. But yeah, joke's on her. She has third love bras and she likes them. She loves them. And she should. I love mine. Well, what should you do if you want to go to Third Love and get a Third Love bra of your own? You just go to thirdlove.com slash oh no, and you can find your perfect fitting bra there and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash oh no, O-H-N-O, for 15% off today. Hey And back to our aura. So now we get into the good stuff. Love and the relationships. The stuff, exactly. Wouldn't it be exciting to tell at first glance when meeting an attractive stranger what kind of lover, husband, or friend he or she may be? Is this handsome hunk a caring, honest, compassionate, potential family man? Could he be monogamous? Or is this cutie giving you the eye, a philandering rock and roller, bedding down a different woman every night? This is clearly geared toward straight women in particular. Yes, which I would imagine is 80% of their clientele. Yeah, probably. So yeah, you know, when you first run into someone, it usually takes a lot of time and energy to figure out what they're really about. But if you can read their aura... You can kind of skip to the good stuff. I, I can just see that, you know, like bringing in your potential bow you know, to the aura reader. Like, oh, Paying 60 bucks. Yeah. I just want to get a read on you. <laughs> can you send me his PDF, please? <laughs> yeah. Clearly, the writer was having a really fun time with these paragraphs talking about uh, all the, the sexual uh, aspects. Now, if you know what color his aura is, you'll know what to expect from him. Do you want to be with a lusty, animalistic red? Hey, that's me. Yeah. Or would you rather be with a supportive and sensitive blue? Here are the six basic colors along with their general descriptions. But also we learned that your auras change over time, maybe even change minute to minute. So you find out your dude's a purple or whatever. You make a determination. Yeah, then a minute later he might be something else. This reminds me in eighth grade, seventh grade, somewhere around there, we had found this computer program that let you just answer a bunch of yes or no questions about someone. We tried filling this out for different people and it would give you a report afterwards and tell you different aspects of yourself, very similar to what we're reading now. And we thought, oh, this is loosely correct. And so we did it for our math teacher, Miss Thomas. And what really scandalized all of us is that there's a paragraph about your sex life. Oh my God. 
oh my god so we printed this out and we just left it on her desk ah! <laughs> and then we're like oh she's gonna find it later she'll never know who did it <laughs> we had a dare officer or maybe it was sane one of those anti-drug programs that came to our elementary school and our officer was a woman and we could write down any questions we wanted to ask her and put them in a box so word got around class that one of the boys had put in the question have you ever done it (laughs) and word got around and i said well she has kids (laughs) (laughs) the little boy was like so you know sometimes it takes a while to put these things together yeah yeah So we won't read all these paragraphs, but bottom line, reds love sex. Oranges need space. (laughs) Wow. Yellows love to sit around and discuss, theorize, and analyze. They're the Mr. Spock. Wow. (laughs) Oh, marry a green. Yeah! I love how there's the, like, the fuck, marry, kill. Oh, totally. (laughs) Aspect to this. Yeah, okay. Get you, bored by yellow. You want to have fun with a red, but then you're going to marry that marry green. Marry that green. Settle down. They come from the heart, and their generosity and compassion know no limits. Uh, well, okay, I guess. All right. B- blues are sensitive. And, oh, purple. Expect the unexpected with the purple. Oh, yeah, okay. we get what you're saying. Yeah, fuzzy handcuffs. <laughs> it's like the 90s stand-up imagination of Kinky's <laughs> Let's see handcuffs. All right. Chips, dips, chains, whips. Okay. (laughs) All right. So then we get to our planetary and astrological color influences. You know, if you begin using aura imaging regularly, you will notice a predominant aura color or color sign. I've done it regularly. Yeah, you've done it twice. (laughs) You can analyze your color sign or overall color on an average color page. Okay. (laughs) I think it should be pretty obvious. You're mostly green. It's probably green. Right. But I I think they're encouraging you to do this regularly and then compare all these. And then overcomplicate it. If it's not confusing enough within one report to like do that over time and (laughs) compare these. But also you're not going to need a color wheel to identify. Oh, yeah. It looks like I'm green a lot of the time. Right. We also call this your resonant color. This particular color is similar to your astrological sun sign because it describes your basic emotional makeup or personality. Wait, my sun sign yeah, how is into this? Yeah, and how is that connected to a color? Oh my God, this is so confusing. The color in the aura may change dramatically due to stress, relaxation, or life transition. <laughs> okay. But, we'll usually but you should return... still judge your partner based on one reading. Right. It will usually return to the original pattern and predominant color once you return to a more balanced state. Oh, my goodness. There's so Just much wiggle room here. Way. Yeah. All right. So uh... we, we already know I'm Uranus. Vibrational energy indicating creativity, originality, independence, and freedom. My aura color sign is a secondary magical blend color. With the spiritual qualities of green. All of this makes me want lucky charms. Green is the color of renewal, stability, rebirth, growth, and it's like, I know! Your closest resonant astrological planet is Saturn. It's a vibrational energy revealing level-headed, grounded activity, wealth, perseverance, justice, and balance. Sure. You know what I think, Carrie? Green's the color of spring. No! Green, Stop! Green can be cool and friendly-like, and green can be big like an ocean or oh, important this like a mountain okay. or tall like a tree. Oh. When green is all there is to be, it could make you wonder why, but why wonder what? why? Wonder, Wait, what is this? I am green. Is and- this 
the, it'll the, do fine. The frog. Yeah, <laughs> it's beautiful, <laughs> and I think it's what I want to be. Oh, see, that's better written. That's uh, yeah, it's not easy being green. Got it. That is better written. That's a wonderful song. Yeah, it's no rainbow connection, but it's good. All right, now we get a chakra analysis, and by this point, I think. We are all tuckered out and don't give two shits. <laughs> On page 16, it's the big chakra. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh... <laughs> Carrie and I are getting chakra fatigue. Yeah. They do talk about their win aura star. That's their <sighs> software. Yeah. Yeah. It talks about the shapes, the color, and the size of your aura. And we're zoomed in on our black silhouette, but now mm-hmm. we see the different chakras. I will say, between my two reports, they are nearly identical. Okay. Very hard to That's tell the good. difference. My purple crown chakra mm-hmm. is huge. Look at this. It is metastasized. Yeah. My largest is my throat chakra, which is interesting given my communication, communication problems. Creativity. My communication is super strong, and that's what this report indicates. Now, who told you that it was weak? Well, she just said I had communication problems. Who, the psychic or this aura lady? The aura lady. Oh, okay. Interesting. I also have a really big yellow in my belly. A really big yellow in my belly. <laughs> you got a really big okay. yellow in your belly. Cool. Everybody right. gets that? Great. Got it. And then there are several pages of chakra analysis, and I'm not going to make you all sit through them. Yeah. You're welcome. All right. Just just the highlights here. The root chakra is the first one. That's the bottom red one, mm-hmm. right where your, Base of the spine. your poop shoot is, essentially. <laughs> but what is your energy level there? It's musical note is C. And it senses smell. Interesting. Function, survival, will, self-preservation, vitality, passion, gemstones, ruby, garnet, Okay, bloodstone. we don't need all this. All right, I'm 95%. Well, oh, wow. Wait, 98% in the first reading. Whoa. Yeah, so very strong root chakra. How about you? Uh, my energy level is normal in the root chakra. It is at 55%. Now, there was one time, though, that I said, oh, hey, look, that chakra is really healthy. It's at 99. And she said, no, 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 no. You don't want that. That means it's overperforming and it's, you know, taking on the work of other chakras. All right. right. (sighs) See, I want to know what this thing is measuring so I can game the system and kind of go in there and Mm -hmm. get like these bright shining auras. All right. Next, we get to the sacral chakra, a.k.a. the navel or second chakra. Mm -hmm. That's orange. Musical note D, two inches below the belly button. That's where you find it. It's associated with taste. What is yours? This has to do with your cl- clairsentience, creativity, emotions, sexuality, and sensuality. Mine is at oof, 35%. Not good. Okay. Mine's at 40, mm. but in the second reading, it rose up to 48. Hey, you were feeling real horny by that second reading. Right? I'm guessing by now, yeah, I've got a lot more uh, creative, <laughs> generative energy. <laughs> Okay, then the third chakra, solar plexus. And there is a whole page, as Carrie said, devoted to each one of these chakras. Mm-hmm. And it tells little stories about, you know, what this means and how it influences your life. So this is one that was really glowing for me. This regulates the body's life force energy and your mental activity. So mine is at 93%. Oh, wow. I started at 80%. And <laughs> that was in the high level of energy. But then by the second reading, I had sunk down into the middle category as normal at 75%. Oh, wow. I'm sure it's all true. Okay. And then the heart chakra, as you might guess, that's your sense of connection with all things, Mm -hmm. affinity, love, self-esteem, growth. Color green, musical note F. Okay. I'm doing okay at this one. I'm at 71%. I'm pretty low on the heart chakra, 30. 
Oh. 35%. Oh, geez. And that was consistent across the two reports. Well, this is interesting because we established in one episode that you don't identify with that concept of feeling love physically in oh, your chest. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Whereas I do. Now we have a measure yeah, on that. Yeah, that's interesting. All right. Next comes the throat chakra, a.k.a. the fifth chakra, sky blue, musical note G. This is for your creative arts, singing, divine inspiration, telepathy. Communication. Okay, where were you at? Okay, I'm at 77%. Okay, 100% over here. Oh, shit. Baby. That's too much. For both readings. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. Nope, not good. Got all this creative energy. Not good. <laughs> I'm calling it good. Okay, we're moving on to the third eye chakra, a.k.a. the brow chakra or the sixth chakra. This is, you know, you've heard of it. The third eye, it's right there. That's right. Traditionally, indigo or dark blue, which, by the way, I've heard that Newton added indigo as one of the colors just to pad out the spectrum color so there'd be seven of them because he wanted that holy number seven ah so he's like all right well Well, that explains why it's always so hard to do that with your clothes musical note g that's weird so was the throat chakra huh (laughs) they're doubling up on notes now oh god it's just above the eyebrows and it's all about your intuition your clairvoyance mine is really wimpy at 35 percent doggy mine's pretty good 51 percent. okay yeah yeah coming along i like how we're treating this as if these are real numbers that reflect anything at all because <laughs> um, we want to win yep <laughs> this was an issue that your intuition was being overpowered by your knowledge yes it's being sort of bottlenecked by my intellect it's just like i'm so in tune but i'm also so smart and it's just it's it's really a burden and that takes us to the crown chakra. So the seventh chakra, top of your head, tippy top there, traditionally violet, magenta, white, or gold. And the musical note B. Knowledge and enlightenment, connection with higher planes of consciousness, divine will, spiritual truth. This sounds a lot like the last one, but okay. So mine is at 82%. Oh, wow. I'm like half of that. 43% in the first reading, 41% in the second reading. I knew that. I could sense it. You intuited that. Yeah, because my thing. I'm just thinking with my head too much. So high. Moving on. Page 26. Five elements. Okay, so now we've got an interesting chart here. Again, the yin yang is in the center, but then we've got five points in a circle around it. We've got a. Yeah, we've got basically a pentagram. Yeah, so there's a red circle at the top, and then moving clockwise, you got yellow, white, blue, and green. And there's a bunch of arrows pointing at each other from every which one to every other one. Okay, so skipping down quite a bit, we finally get to what our results are. Mm. I have a ton of wood. I have hardly any earth, a, a fair amount of water. So it looks like what I really need is fire, earth, and metal. Earth especially, that's like down at negative 22. Oh, wow. Well, I'm also maxed out on wood, and I've got a lot of <laughs> earth. I'm way over the midline there, but I'm parched when it comes to water. God, I just need me some water. Then we have a chart that is the most understandable chart in maybe this whole PDF. We just compare your body, emotions, mind, and spirit, and it's a bar graph, and it shows you which one of those is more dominant. I like that this all feels like some quarterly report totally. that you're presenting to the board. I feel like mine are all kind of, they're all there in the middle of the range. Uh, mine's different from yours. My spirit's a little low. But My otherwise... body's a little low. Okay. My emotions are really taking over. Oh. Next is spirit. Just a tiny drop down from spirit is mind. 
quite a bit drop down to body. It's really hard to prevent the mind from just jumping in and trying to apply this to the person. I think it's just so natural to be like, oh, your emotions are running high. Well, Carrie, you know, does sometimes have strong emotions. Sure. Like, oh, wait a second. This is just like randomly generated data. Right. From some aspect we don't know of her hand. Maybe her hand was cold at the moment. I would be more tempted to buy it if it were emotion and mind were kind of in competition. I'd be like, mm. yeah, okay. But like that spiritual is above mind. I'm like, probably not. So these five elements and the four levels... And even on the next page, we have another graph for the seven chakras. I don't need this. I would say all of these graphs are uh, very consistent between my two reports. Good to know. And now, oh my God, they, now they, we get a pie graph? They already told, uh, yeah, they already told us about the relative size and color of the chakras. I don't know why this graph is needed, but yes. Um, well, okay, and now we have a pie graph for body, soul, and and spirit, what happened to mental? Oh, yeah, mental. Where does that fall Where did here? mental go? You're right. That was on a previous chart. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either, but I'm 47% soul. Holla. Oh, it even says here, the body, soul, spirit, bar, graph, or color pie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to choose color pie. Is similar to the four levels bar graph that show the predominance of body, soul, or spirit, except now we're using three instead mm, of four. Forget it. You will see your main center field here. Oh, so now we're reinterpreting the area at the top of the head again? Uh, ah, kill me now. All right, this one changed a bit for me. Uh, body was half of this chart before. Uh-huh. And then there was a split between soul, 31, and spirit, 20. Okay. Uh, but then uh, by the time of my second reading, a few minutes later, it said body had grown a bit, 53, and spirit had shrunk down a little bit. And soul had shrunk down to 28. So make of that what you will. I will make nothing of it. What's your breakdown? I have 47% soul, 26% spirit, and 27% body. I think ideally they're all supposed to be 33, but one has to be 34. Who knows, right? But it says a predominance of soul indicates that at this point in time, your focus is on emotional matters, feelings, socializing, communicating, and caring for other people. It can also indicate a talent for working with children. Your heart and throat chakra may be strong and open. And since I have a fair amount of body, it says you may like to exercise outdoors or go camping, fishing, hiking, etc. I do like camping. Wow, it's a hit. This is amazing. <laughs> it knew that I like to camp. Do I like to fish? No, it's murder. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for listening to our podcast. Well, it says the exact same thing for me, too. You may like to exercise outdoors or go camping, fishing. Oh, this is just, very interesting. This is just boilerplate. Okay. So also, it ends really unceremoniously. We're done. Yeah. This analysis is based on the chakras and their size. The end. The end. And it doesn't even say the end. No. It just says page 31. <sighs> we did it. We got through our entire reports. We will release these. I just want to say also the picture of me is very unflattering. So prepare yourselves. <laughs> we cut out quite a bit from that. There was a lot of text. Exactly. But you know, if you have a lot of text and you need a perfect place to edit it, get it beautiful, make it look like a perfect website, where should you go? I would go to Squarespace if you're asking me. That's what I'm saying. If these people had used Squarespace, it would be a lot more readable. Like to the left of your head, there is another aura color mm -hmm. and it's square. 
and it's all about your representation to the world. Mm-hmm. And really, the more square it becomes, the better a website it is. Sure, yeah. With Squarespace, you can turn your cool idea into a beautiful new website. I've used it myself. Very usable, very user-friendly, even if you're a dum-dum like me. You can run a blog or publish content. Maybe you want to sell products. Maybe you want to sell a shirt, a mug. Maybe you want to sell your own services. You can do it all on your Squarespace website. Anything you want to do with a website, you can do here because you've got beautiful, customizable templates created by world-class designers. They have a new way to buy domains and choose from over 200 extensions. Do you want dot horse? Maybe you can get it. Analytics that help you grow in real time. Mm-hmm. You'll see... How many people are coming there? How many people from Vatican City? Maybe you can freak out about it and be like the Illuminati. You've been listening to this episode and you've been thinking, I want reports. I want bar charts. I want color pies. Well, guess what? Squarespace will give you that about your web traffic. But they won't be exhausting about it. They'll be useful. (laughs) You can have a podcast where you read those results to everybody. So you can also get 24-7 award-winning customer support from Squarespace. And they're just nice people, you know? They're going to help you. So stand out with a beautiful website from Squarespace. Go to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code ONO, O-H-N-O, to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com and enter code ONO. Well, Carrie, now that that we've lived the experience and we have read the PDF in excruciating detail, Mm -hmm. What are we going to give this on a pseudoscience scale where one is something, well, not pseudoscientific, frankly, something that's well established by mountains of evidence and could be potentially falsifiable? Like you could show that it's wrong, but it hasn't been shown to be wrong, like evolution by natural selection. Oh, right. That's like a closed case. Yeah. Whereas 10 would be something incredibly pseudoscientific, like you were told that your future pay and mm-hmm. home And relationships will be governed by a reading of your goat sperm content. Hmm. Okay, that sounds really not scientific. Um, eight? Yeah, I mean, I think they're making some pretty wacky claims using technology that seems pretty questionable. There's a lot of hallmarks of pseudoscience here. Mm I feel like data is going into a, you know, like a literal box. And... This program is spitting back information about you, back to you. And importantly, we don't know what, what the, the mechanism, mechanism is. is. <laughs> <laughs> <They said in laughs> unison. Uh, yeah, that's a problem. It seems like they're kind of treating it as proprietary, which, okay, fine. But then if you're not going to tell me how you do it, you got to tell me at least that you've tested it. Yeah, you give me zero confidence in yeah. these results and yeah. what they're saying. I'm with you. Yeah, yeah, solid eight. eight. Very, cool. very pseudoscientific. Well, what would you give it on a pocket drainer value where one is something that's just not pocket draining, right? Like you go to an Ona Ross and Carrie live show mm. and they say, look at this adorable shirt. It says, I'm sure it's Owl Tour. Mm-hmm. Come on. They charge you 30 bucks, but it's- It's expensive shirt. But it's US made. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. And $5 go to a local charity So people were paid for it. their labor. Oh, and money's going to went charity? went to great pains to make sure that was the case. Uh-huh. And $5 go to charity. Okay, well, that's a good deal then. Yeah, so that's a one. And then 10 is something extremely expensive. Like someone gives you two minutes of their time running a- program on their computer and then charges you $60 for it. <laughs> I like how you thought she was uh, not going to charge me. 
I did. Yeah, she really did. And then she did it. Oh, and it made her so uncomfortable to do it. She tried so hard to not give me that second report <laughs> because she doesn't have faith in this machine. Nope. I think that was a really telling moment. But of course, whoo, uh, real relief when it turned out. And then she acted close. like she had known that. I knew all along. Oh, of course, look, it's exactly the that same. Give me 60 bucks. Okay, that, yeah, I will give it a, a six. The thing we did wasn't hugely expensive. okay, but for what you get, and and if you try to go back and do all these comparison reports, like they're kind of encouraging you to do here, yeah, this adds up. So if you went to a party and someone was just doing this as a fun little interactive thing, yeah, that'd be fine. Yeah, if you do the one time and you go and you pay $60 and you get a 30-page printout, fine. I'm actually, for that, going to give it like a five. Okay. But is there actually information? No, probably not. What would you give this on a danger rating? Where one is something, eh, not so dangerous. You get a little bit of rain comes by, waters your plants. You need that, actually. It'd be kind of dangerous not to have that rain every now and then. Yeah. Whereas 10 is a torrential downpour, floods everything Oof. in your area under five feet of water. Oh, geez. That's very bad. A way to bring down the room. Um, I can imagine dangers if you, like, really extrapolated, but... I don't think they're pushing any, say, medical claims, et cetera. So I think I'm going to say a two. Yeah, that's fair. At least from getting an aura reading, you're probably just going to have a fun time and get someone telling you some nice things about yourself or, in our case, you know, some kind of warning signs that you need to worry about and sign up for their other classes. But yeah, in itself... Not much danger. Yeah, I'll say 1.5. The only reason I even went to two is I was thinking there are some things on the report that say this chakra is connected to your pancreas. I'm making up that example. Mm. But, you know, then like if you really worked for it, you could start being like, okay, I need to take this supplement or something that could go awry. But I'm really stretching there. Well, what about on a creepiness rating where one is something that's just not creepy, right? Like you go home to (gasps) see your wife and son, you walk in and Kara has made you a faux chicken pot pie. Oh, actually, that sounds really good. Right? I love me a pot pie. Uh, 10 is something that's extremely creepy. So you go home, you open the door, everything's just like 60% as bright as it usually is. Huh, okay. But you can tell the lights are on and everything. You're just like, oh, something's just a little off here. That's weird. Yeah. You walk in, you head toward the kitchen, mm-hmm. and you see uh, what looks like a pot pie. And you're like, oh my God, this is great. Oh no. And you <laughs> take a knife and you cut in. And outside starts oozing human blood. Oh, no. And you look off to the side, and there's just bags and bags of those, like, blood donation bags, and they all say your name. Oh. (laughs) That's a 10. Hey, I just recently got to uh, five-gallon donor status. Hey! With Red Cross. Oh, so this might happen to you. Yeah, that's where it's all been going. (laughs) Just to set up this horrifying... (laughs) I've been pranking you with the Red Cross. (laughs) I've been scheduling dutifully every eight weeks for half my life, just so Carrie could pull this prank on me. Um, I think actually you would sort of appreciate it, because you appreciate a prank that took a lot of effort. I don't know if I would. (laughs) I'd be kind of pissed. I mean, I think you'd mostly not, but I think on some level you'd be like, well, I respect that, Carrie. (laughs) Yes. That was a lot of effort. Now I'm getting a restraining order. Um, okay, so that's 
Yeah, I'll say three. Okay. Yeah, a little bit of creepiness here because we're talking about auras and energy field that's exuding out of you that is ever present, but we don't mm. actually see it in our day to day life. Mm. And this machine, it's conjuring mm. it forth and showing you your mystical colors. Mm-hmm. So that's a little bit of creepiness factor. I'm won over intellectually by that description, but since creepiness comes from the gut, mm-hmm. I'm going to say a one just because it just doesn't give me that visceral feeling of creep. Okay. But yeah. I get you. That's I, fair. That's, yeah. I'm with you that you could make that creepy if you thought about it long enough. Hot drinks. There were hot drinks. They had hot drinks. We had tea. They had tea. It was hot. That was good. So uh, Yeah, and it was cold outside, so. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Yeah. So go. Go ahead. Pay 60 bucks. <laughs> yeah, you know what? It's all worth it. Although- there was no sweetener except honey. And guys, just get some fucking sugar in there. Come on. That's my really my only criticism of this place. I was exci- really should have some raw sugar. I love me some honey, so I use that. Honey's tasty, but if I can, you know, Avoid. if I can not get something that's from a bee, I'd rather not have something from Fair, honey. fair. Yeah. I mean, it's not at the top of my vegan priorities, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get it. I get yeah. it. Well, that is it for our show. Our theme music is by Brian Keith Dalton. Our administrative manager is Ian Kramer. This episode was edited by Victor Figueroa. Yeah. You can support us and make these investigations possible by going to MaximumFun.org forward slash donate, becoming a member of Maximum Fun. And saying that this is a show you love. And also, here's another way you can support us. Maybe you don't have the cash to become a member right now. Mm -hmm. We get it. Mm -hmm. Maybe go to iTunes, leave us a review, say... These people changed my life. They're my heroes. They are my heroes, my personal saviors. That's just one idea. Of word for word. Do. Yeah. We want a bunch of reviews that say that. <laughs> <laughs> or tell a friend. Uh, we, we really appreciate that. So many people that we got to meet recently in our live shows came up and said, hey, my wife's standing over there. She, yeah. told, she told me about this. And we love that. I mean, is it as cool as hearing that I'm your personal savior? No, but it's it's good. I just love the idea that people would come and read reviews and be like, is this is this a cult? Yeah, definitely. But it's a pod- can, can a podcast be a cult? Or they'd look at like, there's that app that tells you if reviews have like a lot of similar language oh, and were right. probably peppered by whatever's being reviewed. Right. I bet we would start coming up as like, Fake. this is questionable. Fake reviews. Fake spot. That's what it's called. You shall get it. It's pretty cool. You can also find us on the social medias, facebook.com forward slash onrack. Lots of pictures, things to like. Or Twitter at Ono Podcast. Or, hey, maybe you're thinking about coming to one of our live shows. We've still got some coming up. Go to carriepoppy.horse and see all our upcoming shows. And remember, as the last days of winter fade, like the new grass popping out of the dark soil, or small leaves sprouting from the barren branch ends of a tree, Your life will be similarly springing forth. You are bringing new, vibrant energy into your life as well as to others. Hello, 
I'm Oliver Wong, DJ, scholar, and journalist. And I'm Morgan Rhodes, music supervisor and stiletto devotee. And we host Heat Rocks, a podcast where we invite our favorite musicians, writers, and scholars to talk about the albums that have changed their lives. Morgan, what exactly is a heat rock? It's a record that's like hot fire, combustible. Basically, just a really, really good album. We've taken a deep dive into Nigerian funk from the 70s. He kind of had like a bad reputation in in town as just being like a sketchy dude. (laughs) And he was just making music that for thousands of miles around him, he was the only person doing anything like that. 1980s teen comedy soundtracks. This soundtrack always felt the same to me as like when I would find a, a great blazer at a thrift store that I could, and I was like, oh, this is going to be me now. We've talked about Prince, Boys to Men, Kendrick Lamar, and everything in between. Heat Rocks, every Thursday here on Maximum Fun. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.